you do if like you walked in the room and i was like playing a tape recorder and there there was some guy talking about kandarian demons uh is it daytime or nighttime oh it's fucking like 8 30 in the morning well in that case i'd probably just grab a bowl of cereal and have a listen that's a terrible idea adam oh it is a terrible terrible (laughs) idea i don't know if you know this but you've just been a part of opening the world to a terrible terrible evil god damn it and we're all we're all gonna die from (laughs) the deadites coming back um deadites yeah funnily enough i think everybody knows how to take care of deadites now what are deadites how to do it wrong deadites are the bad guys from evil dead yeah yeah not to be confused with cinnabites which are the bad guys (laughs) Okay, from yeah, Hellraiser. That, that was throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, and that's we just because they both have ites. good names. Ites. Yeah. You like the, the ites? Yeah, I, I do like it. But uh, <laughs> the, the new Evil Dead trailer just dropped and I watched it. And uh, I really, really like Evil Dead, but I don't really like horror movies. So I'm always at an impasse. And I would like them to drop down the uh, uh, quality of the movie. <laughs> like, I would like it to be filmed in, like, at most 2005 technology. Yeah. We watched it together, the trailer, and I did think there was something off about it. It's because they did a good job. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, maybe that is that it. Is maybe I just need it. this the to thing, look a little worse. <laughs> the thing that's wrong with it is they did a real good job on it, and it looks super good and crisp and nice, which is not an Evil Dead movie. Yeah, I was almost going to say it's more, like, modernized, but that's not quite it. Did you so watch... it's really just visual effects, I guess. Did you watch the last one? The other new one no. where they did the gender swap thing, which I thought was hilarious? With who? Ash? Yeah. Or... Okay. No, I didn't see that one. The main character is the female drug addict and not the guy who looks like Bruce Campbell. Okay. The guy who looks like Bruce Campbell gets brutally murdered. <laughs> I but immediately or I mean no one gets brutally murdered immediately in any of them except for number two and in number two it only happens immediately because the beginning of that movie is actually the scenes from the previous movie but they didn't have legal rights to the previous movie so they reshot a recap of the previous movie and made it the (laughs) first 15 minutes yeah yeah I've heard that story before (laughs) yeah that shit has plagued evil dead like so much that's why the stars evil dead has like different lure like to even the army of darkness because the stars guys didn't own stars is the tv show the stars is the tv channel or whatever yeah yeah but there was a evil dash versus the evil dead okay yeah which has like its own like all of them have in continuities because nobody has ever owned the entire evil dead franchise at the same time (laughs) <laughs> so no one's been allowed to source their own fucking materials. I feel like that is becoming like a meta horror trope. It's like, yeah, we don't have the rights for this. I don't know. Some weird deal. Like, Well, uh... it's not. A, a lot of things like the way it happened with Sam Raimi was he needed money. 
Yeah, like they sold their first one. It was a like mild surprise that it did as well as it did. Yeah, and he was like, "I need money to make more movies," and I guess didn't really realize that you can't just take clips from something you gave to somebody else. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like if he was just a little bit later, he totally could have sold it to like Rob Zombie or something. That would have been a lot later. They're like the (laughs) same age. I feel like that could be a good market now for uh, horror guys. It's like the aging horror crowd well, I was going to say, money. you could just try and give it to Rob Zombie. You've got, if you have like <laughs> yeah. good IP, he'll just make the project. Yeah. that's. Have you seen the new Monsters? I haven't. No, I haven't seen any of his remakes. I heard like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was good, but I've also heard he kind of dropped off. No, I mean, they've so far apparently all been good. But, like, so, like, Devil's Rejects and stuff. Yeah. Those were good movies. I don't really like terribly much that they make superheroes out of uh, people who are, like, raping and murdering people in the basement. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm unfamiliar with it's that It's a one little as well. bizarre. So, House of a Thousand Corpses, do you know what that movie is? That's Rob Zombie's first, like, cool, yeah. Rob Zombie's making a movie. I think I'm not sure. It's like I don't a think Texas Chainsaw Massacre esque. Did he do that one with uh, Tarantino, or like Tarantino produced it? I don't know. I, I don't know any of his comment. I think House of a Thousand Corpses is all him, and I'm not sure about the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, okay, but so Texas, <laughs> it's the same like vibe of like they're out in the middle of nowhere, and it's like a group of people gets caught out there, and like, do you know what happens in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. It's basically you get a group of people in the middle of nowhere and there's a hick family doing hick shit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's like what it all boils down to. And in House of a Thousand Corpses, the hick family is like basically at the end the people get away and the beginning of the devil's rejects is the cops show up and the people who are surviving from the hick family blast their way out. And then it's a movie where those are the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it does end with them dying. How but, do they die? Uh, fucking the police? Death by suicide. They're, they drive into a, a barricade of police officers firing at them. Okay. Death by cop. Yeah, I think they spend most of the movie in a whorehouse. But like, so it's a well-made movie, but it also does something that I don't really like, where it see, makes it look like there's cool parts to being a weird hick murder family. Yeah. Like, it's the whole Mojo Rising thing where I'm like, yeah, Jim Morrison's all right with making music, but he was real good at, like, convincing people to ruin their lives because of inspiration. (laughs) Yeah, Jim Morrison. That's a weird guy. Yeah, I don't want to talk about him. He's dumb. Me either. (laughs) But, so another thing that Evil Bed has is a video game. A few. Yes, but they all have the same fucking problem. And what's that? unintuitive controls (laughs) like really bad unintuitive controls yeah and not like super bad that they're all different but just like two or three key buttons that are like what why what's up with the latest evil dead game i know it's only it's been out for a few months are people still playing it it's been out for i think almost a year Uh, really that long well so basically what happened was a game company tried to kick in on nostalgia but the people they tried to get the nostalgia bucks from are all loners <laughs> so they made a multiplayer game yeah that has no real i guess they added a single player like campaign mode okay but, like, that's they, why i was curious they added it months later but yeah so their initial launch was a bunch of people 
buying it because the property was cool. Yeah. Playing it for four months and realizing there was no, I get to go and be Ash and do the cool stuff. There's no storyline. I just have to hang out with other people, which is not what I want to do. I want to sit home <laughs> yeah. and play an Evil Dead game. So, like, it was... Because you know how it's, like, made, right? It's pretty much Left for Dead. Yeah, yeah. I've watched, I've watched a couple videos of it. Yeah, but, like, the actual mechanics of it are pretty much the uh, Left for Dead mechanics, where you can be either the humans or the deadites. Okay. And it's an open, like, ten-minute match or something like that. Right. But initially, that was it. There was no campaign mode and then i guess they added a short campaign mode but i haven't gotten to play it at all once again not really interested because it's an entirely online game and apparently its controls are fine though the other controls are bad but have good storyline because the storyline is mostly you just looking for a book in everything (laughs) yeah just hunting for that book the first one they did a good job of uh including army of darkness stuff so you actually travel back in time again, and you have to talk to the mad poet. Oh, nice. And get, find the pages of the Necronomicon. All of them revolve around you finding pages to the Necronomicon. One of them, I think, you actually get to go into the city, which is what I've always wanted to happen, is, like, deadites everywhere. Yeah. I wonder if I can, like, find the numbers for it. I'm curious how many people are still playing this game. And it's just called Evil Dead, the game. So do you think the quality of the games uh, are accurate and, let's say, correlated to uh, the quality of the movies? Like, do you think they're kind of on the same level? Because Evil Dead's cool. It's a cult classic, right? Are you talking about budget? I, guess, like, I don't like, know exactly like how I'm... production. Like, so you're saying, do I think the game that is produced is equal to the production level, which in my head generally it equates to the amount of money you were able to spend on it. Uh, yeah, I guess that is what I'm saying. Because I would we, say pretty close. Because like, yeah. the original games look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's exactly what made me think of it. Like we're saying, oh, there's this, this new trailer is almost like too high quality. And we're like, oh, we could use a lower quality. Like that was a, a good point for it you know like what uh, i want in an evil dead game is dead space just with evil dead yeah which is dead space first person shooter with uh interactive cutscenes. so like you'll be walking doing normal shooter shit and then like a wall will get ripped out of your space station and you have to like press a while you're sliding down to grab onto a thing and then b to like uh block the fucking brick that's falling out of something from yeah, the yeah. head and knocking you out. Like, that would make an excellent Evil Dead game, but they won't do that, because that would require you to actually program a whole game, and you can't just use <laughs> somebody else's engine. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy the, like, the interactive cinematic. I do too, but sometimes they do it badly. Do you ever play Detroit Become Human? No. Is that... That's a really good example of it. It's, um... I forget the developer. I think they're called Quantic or Quantum. Quantic? Um, but they made like Heavy Rain. Okay. Is so that kind of like choice based? Heavy Rain, I got like Heavy Rain made me feel like I was on Coke. <laughs> How so? Like, like I was just like white what? knuckling, like, gotta know what's next. <laughs> like it felt like I was under the effects of cocaine. Yeah. And I needed to play. I only played that game twice. It I feel like we played we, a little bit of it. That was twice. 
Yeah, we did like that when twice. it was still kind of new. I that was literally the week it came out. Yeah, I didn't know it existed. It was the first time I had ever used that controller for anything, and I got like almost all the way through the game in those two days. I and do remember I we were like marathoning some yeah, of it. I, I think Sarah played with us too. Yeah, but yeah. you guys went to sleep. I didn't. I just stayed up and fucking kept playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that your guys could die. Like, all of your guys could die separately. Yeah. Like, at all until after I stopped playing. Oh. But what did the big pepper say when he saw the little pepper crossing the road? It's a little chilly out. Does your boss have no proper sense of humor? And it threatens your livelihood? Do the silence and odd stares after a joke make everyone feel that they will be reported to the Unicorp Psych Evaluation Ward for reprogramming? Have no fear, with our new Laughmatic 5000 Laugh Generator, you can turn every dud into dynamite and keep the lobotomies at bay. I said, but what did the big pepper say when he saw the little pepper crossing the road? It's a little chilly out. (laughs) (laughs) This message was brought to you by the Revolution LLC. So basically, I had it in my head that I was was doing really, really badly at one of these things and my guy got really fucked up and I was like, man, I wonder if any of these guys die and I went to go look up what was happening next. Because that was also at the time when I was making plans to go back out to Wyoming for the, just the summer yeah. instead of living there for forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Because so like, we lived there mostly in the summer. We lived there for three months. Yeah, it wasn't very long, I remember that. But it was mostly summer, right? No, I mean, we Fall? were there through Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we had a holiday party. Yeah. So it would have so, been yeah. the winter season. I guess it was. Yeah. But this is Arizona, so that's yeah. not a thing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like super cold, but it was winter. But yeah, I went and looked up what to do next on it. And it's like, if you've managed to keep everybody alive by now, you're doing really good. And I was like, what do you mean? And I went and looked <laughs> back at how many times my guys could have almost died or could have died. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I didn't know permadeath was a thing for any of my characters. And oh, so you were having a good run that. I was having an excellent run. Like, nice. none of my guys even drew blood until the car scene accident when you have to get into a car fucking crash and crawl through glass yeah. to get out of a ditch. And that's when I was like, oh, I, I didn't know that there was going to be actual damage in this game. <laughs> have you ever seen the playthrough? I think it was like Game Grumps or someone. But they just make, like, all the bad choices in Heavy Rain. Oh, so they intentionally fail everything in Heavy Rain, but don't die? (laughs) I'm not sure if they die or not, but it's funny because the cinematics, you know, like, you're doing stuff in real time. So some of it's, like, it obviously works out, like, this guy's falling off a building, like, save him or don't save him. It's pretty clear cut. Yeah, it's on railroad. Yeah. Yeah. You you see what you need to press X at. Yeah, but then there's some, like, really funny scenes in Heavy Rain that are, like, running through a grocery store. And so it just turns into, like, silliness. It's almost like guys on roller skates with, like, marbles kind of stuff where you, like, you're chasing after a guy and it's, like, absolutely no way would you still be going. 
but it's like a guy pushes a cart in front of you and it's full of watermelons and so you like you fail but then you just like fall on all these watermelons and stuff and like it's so silly how he like gets back into the chase and he's like right there that's i feel like that's kind of how the first <laughs> fist fight was in that game when you're the cop because i demolished the first fist fight but it was like commute because the first fist fight was like very it was it was the tutorial fist fight Right. So, like, you know what's going on, so I just had everything perfectly timed. And then, like, <laughs> I was slightly faster than it was ready to render the scene yeah. for. So, it was, like, the button would start to show up when I'd hit it. So, it was, like, just this <laughs> weird, like, my arm would almost clip through the other guy. cinematic masterpiece starring freddie prince jr that is uh wing commander i have not it's is it based off the game yeah <laughs> i've never realized played that wing commander <laughs> have you played wing commander yeah I, like the old school arcade like yeah. bird's eye view shooter kind of it's not bird's eye view wing commander is oh are you in the cockpit yeah maybe i'm thinking of 1942 or like mixing them up it's well because I'm pretty sure Wing Commander is almost it's like a fucking uh, an exciting simulator. It's an older game though, right? Like nineties. It might be even early eight or late eighties. All right, I guess Wing Commander is a real title in the British Army yeah. or Air Force. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Oh, but you're right. You're in the cockpit. Okay, I have not played Wing Commander. So Wing Commander has. From what I understand, in the video game, almost no fucking storyline. Also, so does the Freddie Prince Jr. movie. But it's actually a good movie, and it's one of the only video game to movie things that was done in our entire childhood <laughs> that was done, like, well, and almost nobody knows those two things have anything to do with each other. Yeah. Yeah, we should take a poll on that, because uh, I had no clue. But as soon as you hinted at it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's it's the only thing I've ever seen <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. in that I was like, Freddie Prince Jr. did a good job. That's interesting. I feel like they could tastefully remake a lot of video game concepts. Yeah. But like not really g try to go into the details of the game or something well, like so just vaguely is... use the concept. Well, that's my whole like, I don't think we should be making books into movies. We should be making books into video games. And we should be turning video games into movies. Like, this is the progression <laughs> that things that. Could, should go. And yeah. then you can go and double cap on it where, like, that then introduces that basic concept that you've boiled out all of the, like, super intelligent parts and or complicated parts out of down to, yeah. like, an hour and a half movie. That gets out to somebody who will absorb that. And then they make fanfare. And that fanfare gets turned into a book. And then you make a fucking video game <laughs> and then you make a movie and then we have a economic system of media that works for a while. Yeah. I do think that video games can be one of the best ways to learn something. I also think they're one of the best ways to do media because you have the option of having a video game that's almost not a video game. Yeah, definitely. Cutscene village, man. Yeah. I've been thinking about this lately, actually. It's a new theory of mine. It's going to sound ridiculous at first, but stay with me. No one can teach you anything. 
Oh, that's not ridiculous, <laughs> and that's a well-known thing. I will counter that with no one can teach you anything, but they can indoctrinate you. <laughs> yeah, but to expand on my little theory, it's you know, it's not obviously that knowledge can't be transferred or anything like that. It's just like basically when it comes down to it, in order to learn something, whichever individual is learning that thing, it comes down entirely to kind of their choice if they want to learn it or not obviously certain other things like if they have the resources and so forth well i mean there is one very very uh strong thing that you're ignoring what's that pain yeah I mean, so you just I guess walk I would... over and sock somebody <laughs> enough they'll do what you say and you have then taught them something sure i'm not saying that that's good or nice but yeah right Generally speaking, even in that situation, we do have situations where people choose to get beaten to death instead of uh, True, yeah. doing what they said. But they definitely did know what they were supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, I think it was a mistake that I made for a while. I feel like maybe most people make it with like just learning in general where you think, okay, here's a teacher. They're going to teach me something like somehow I'm just going to pick this up. But I think uh, really this goes back into I'm actually lucky that I'm a special ed student because they weren't <laughs> no one was allowed to cookie cutter me because I was just so far out of everything that they're like, all right, I guess we're just going to teach you just some batshit weird stuff. <laughs> like, What do you need to know? I'm like, I don't know uh, anything. You, just, you guys are making me go in this fucking room. But yeah, that's why I have my whole passive learning system. Where I just use my, like, Instagram and my Facebook. Like, I'm learning micrology very, very, very slowly through just belonging to mushroom groups on Facebook and not interacting with them at all. <laughs> I just use them as having flashcards in the background. Every once in a while, I just get, like, the random temperature and fucking humidity that you need for, like, oyster mushrooms to fucking fruit. And after four years of this, I will have a basic knowledge of... My college, mycology. I don't know how to pronounce it. Mycology, that right? Does not help. Yeah, mycology, mushrooms. Um, but yeah, my theory is basically like you have resources around you. Like even that's what school's about, you know. So if you do struggle, there are people to ask questions, and hopefully they know. But my thing is just it kind of comes down to yourself and like yeah. willing to teach yourself something, and, and that's why I think video games are the perfect learning tool. Because you have kind of that virtual presence of, like, the person to ask questions to. Right? Yeah, and that comes into who who programs that person. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> because that's the other thing is, like, you're, and I would like to make a caveat, in a civil society, it's up to you whether or not you learn. I think that's how we're going to make the, uh, unless I come beat you with a shoe. Right. And it is, like, um, I know Reagan like the I was Trump gonna say, this like, way. you know that motherfucker? Yeah, how <laughs> I, I old Reagan. are you? <laughs> I know Reagan, the best way to get him to understand a topic, I guess, but even just kind of engage in it was to show him a movie. Yeah, no, that's how we got fucking uh, all of our hacker laws, isn't it? Yeah, because he watched war games yeah. and it freaked him out, yeah. Um, and I guess Trump was kind of the same way. Like, he wouldn't, like, you know, read a ton of stuff. But if you gave him a video, like, he'd watch it. I mean, it. I am the same way as far as learning goes. But I also, if somebody decides that they're going to give me a paper that I absolutely have to read, 
<laughs> right. I will at very like if it's one hundred percent need to, I'll read it onto a recording and then listen to the recording a couple of times. Yeah, that's a good strategy. It is. It takes so long, and then you have to <laughs> deal with the fact that every once in a while you just find a recording of yourself reading something and like it's bad. Like I don't read well aloud. So yeah. it sounds bad like the whole time and it's just always a very cringy like feeling <laughs> when you're going through your files and you're like, oh, this is something I had to know 10 years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that would be if you just pick better movies to show interest in. I feel like that's totally fine. You know, like, yeah, but watch that's... a very good, like detailed documentary instead of just like some Hollywood version of. Yeah. But then again, I don't like documentaries that much. And I don't yeah. think it's that I don't like documentaries. It's hard for me to break into media. Like, I am so used to exclusively getting to choose sci-fi. that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't I choose the thing that I like? Yeah. But, and I tend to, like, when I'm learning, learning stuff, it's I, like one fucking bite at a time. And mm -hmm. if I'm intentionally learning something, I source like 30 things and I just cycle those 30 things for like weeks. See video game logic. I mean, <laughs> That's why I think video games could be a great obsessive learning tool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree that video games are good at teaching, though. That's I. It, so if you coupled video games with music in like learning stuff, which mm. you can only do with certain types of things, like you could sort of do it with chemistry, but it would be very complicated. You can absolutely do it with history, so long as you haven't agreed upon history. Oh, and so you're saying like a catchy song that will like... Well, not necessarily a catchy song. Well, yes, the end product has to be a catchy song, but a physical function that produces the catchy song. So like you okay. could kind of do it like almost like a Beat Saber thing with chemistry. Right. Where right. it was like a bunch yeah. of things flying at you and you have to decide which ones do that <laughs> and the right ones make the right noises to make the song. Like yeah. that you would fucking kill it in. But there's a lot of a lot more programming involved with that. Whereas if you did the same thing with like a history lesson where it's like this happened then like it's easier to program for that is what I'm saying. Right. That would actually be a crazy game. Almost like you're saying like Beat Saber, but a little bit Tetrisy almost. And it would be like yeah, an organic chemistry game. All flying at you and you have to <laughs> fucking hit the bonds in between the right ones to break them. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you have to do a Grignard reaction here, and so you have to remember which one, and they, like, well, throw so you part could of do a like molecule a three. We should actually <laughs> just make this into a fucking mobile game. Um, Honestly, you, I think this is a great idea if yeah. someone hasn't done this well, yet. Well, so you can do a top-down RPG where okay. you go to each level. So you basically make the world map a top-down RPG style. Yeah, And when you get to the level, it switches into the different things you do. So you get the Beat Saber one that's like different molecules are flying at you and you have to hit the right ones to make the song. Then you get the one where you have to break the bonds to do whatever. And then you get like you just have the three different interactions. So it's more like when you did um, Math Blasters and you've yeah, got the yeah. mini games inside the large map. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Math Blasters is great. Out Number Crunchers. I thought it was a little better, though, but... I feel like Number Crunchers is some nerd shit you know about that I don't. What? Yeah, I thought nerd... Or, uh... Does it teach you calculus? <laughs> nah. It's, like, simple arithmetic kind of stuff. Because I, I feel like maybe that was suggested to me at some point in time, but it was, like, the more math-based and less game-based. 
I mean, it was pretty uh, gamified from what I remember. Yeah, but it did it look more like math homework. That's half the trick, is making stuff not look like homework. Because when things aren't homework, they're just stuff that you're interested in, which is a lot easier to absorb. No, it definitely looked like a game. This is not it. Maybe it was number munchers. Gross. <laughs> Numbers are filthy. That's why everyone's always off. saying them. Oh, when I was... Um, yeah, trans- this is it. Yeah. yeah, see, but that looks a lot more like homework than Math Blasters does. Uh, I guess it does. Like, if yeah. you have... That looks almost like Jeopardy, which looks a lot like homework. And then they did make, like, a history one and stuff, too. Uh, anyways. They tried the history with all of them, and it's never fucking worked well. You gotta make a <laughs> Mario game for history. He had one. I know. And it worked, like, well and sold decently. Was that... Was it Hotel... Or, um... Hotel Mario was a game. That's not the Hotel one Mario of. is the one where oh no, that's Luigi's Mansion. I was like, where Luigi just sucks up ghosts into a vacuum cleaner. Dude, I love Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion three, the most recent one, incredible. I think the only Luigi's Mansion I ever played was when the first one came out. You got it, and I played for like <laughs> twenty minutes on the GameCube. I sure, whenever that was, man. I, yeah, I don't it's GameCube. And then it's a long time ago. I've played a lot of games with you for 20 minutes once that I just remember (laughs) the entire experience of for some reason. Nice. I've played a lot of games for 20 minutes. So that's uh, probably (laughs) the weirdest place I've ever played a video game was uh, in the line uh, to get Jack White tickets for one of his secret concert shows. Um, Somebody brought a Sega Genesis hooked up to a little generator on a fucking cart and brought... um, NBA Jams. Oh, sick. That's a good game to uh, to be playing in line. Definitely. Oh, dude, it was great. And, like, their little cart had fucking wheels, and they had a couple of chairs, and they were just, like, taking whoever sat. Or, like, basically, there was a separate line in this one section of the line to play video games. Yeah. But it was the guy that was only, like, two ahead of me. And there was kind of, like, the people that were immediately around him were like, yes, you can get back in line where you were if you go and play games. <laughs> nice. That's probably so, the longest line I've ever waited in. It was like nine and a half hours. Dang. Yeah, I wonder what the longest line I've waited in would be. If there wasn't video games in that line, I would not have waited in that line. <laughs> but it was a $4 Jack White secret show. I did wait in line for the Switch release, which I didn't even buy a Switch uh, the day that it came out. You just wanted to go hang out in line? Did somebody you were with buy a Switch? Yeah, my friend. Okay, that's bought a Switch. Shout that's out. completely fine. Going with your friends to wait in line is a just a noble thing to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did buy Breath of the Wild that day. Um, Isn't there a new Zelda game coming out? Yeah, Breath of the Wild two, which is officially been titled. It is uh, Tears of the Kingdom, or is it Kingdom of Tears? I think Tears of the Kingdom. I think that's because they announced it the day that the the queen died, uh, like unintentionally. Sure, unintentionally. I feel like there's a lot. I think they did it before she died, but I could be wrong about that. Um, Tears of the Kingdom sounds way more Zelda, though. Yeah, it is Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, because the Kingdom of Tears definitely sounds like a brutalist. uh, I almost said Portal Oblivion style RPG crossovers, though video game 
movies movies of games do you have a favorite i'm trying to think of all of them i mean we got super mario brothers which for me is okay so yeah i was gonna say which direction are we going with this because movies to or video games to movies has a better hit rate than movies to video (laughs) games let's do video games to movies first so video games are mostly trash i will say yeah so we're talking about video games that get turned into movies that is correct correct um (laughs) so i loved the mario brothers movie i yeah full-on recognized that that has jack shit to do with mario brothers yeah very very loosely related um but also mario brothers quite often doesn't have anything to do with mario brothers like there are large sections of mario brothers that just lose continuity like shy guys are dead they're gone what happened to them when did they die i don't know they're just missing from like whole games oh no shy guys are they're still around Still I'm pretty wild. sure there's like two games that there's just no shy guys in. There might be. Uh, I mean, there are. There are definitely like less used Mario. Oh, villains. for sure. My favorite shy guy is the shy guys on pogo sticks in Mario RPG. Oh, Do yeah. Do you yeah. know why? Um, because you like to bounce. They're called shysters. Their name is <laughs> Shyster. Nice. It's just right there. It's you're being attacked by three shysters. <laughs> Mario RPG had some really good off-brand Mario characters. Mario RPG is one of they need to just make another Mario RPG. Yeah. But anyway, back to the movies to movies. So Wing Commander is actually good. Yeah. That I'm fine with. I don't know that I know of any other direct ones. You're missing a few big ones. Possibly. Resident Evil, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, because I'm just going to have to go through the 90s on this. <laughs> so Mortal Kombat, trash made, but was a fun movie and also was in the 90s. So I both, didn't... Of, both of them? And also, there's, you yeah, got to talk say, about the 2020. There, well, there's also like a whole TV series now that we're thinking about all really? of this. And there's an anime. And Dang, I haven't I seen the 2021. That. Yeah. So there was like... It was like a midday. Do you remember when they used to try and make action TV shows for the, like Andromeda? Basically, it's where all of the sci-fi ended up living. Yeah. But like Kevin Sorbo-esque. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know what you're talking about. So there's a Mortal Kombat that I think is one season long. What? That is in like that. It's American? Yeah. Or, okay, dang. I'd actually really like to see no, that. No, I tried to see it so much because it was like, it was when I was in, it was either when I was in middle school or late grade school. It was after the movie came out. Dang, all right. Um, But it was never, it didn't play, like, at night. It only played, like, at terrible times of the day. Like, do you remember when X-Mutant played? No one fucking remembers. Do you know what X-Mutant is? Is it an X-Men spinoff? It's the first TV show that's a Marvel, like, full production. Oh, okay. Like a live action. But, like, no one knows it's attached to the X-Men, even though it's called X-Mutant, because it's not a very good show interesting did it last yes, long uh, i think it has like five seasons but oh, okay. it's like they're all bad yeah but it, it's yeah there's a lot of guys going for that mortal Kombat dollar <laughs> wait so you like the first one and the second one i liked the first one the second one was garbage but the second one wasn't better than the first one it just wasn't the first one <laughs> yeah, like we it was tired of yeah it, <laughs> it wasn't a well-made movie the only reason why i liked it in the first place was because it was somewhat of a novelty that had happened and goro is practical effects and i liked practical effects a lot when i was little 
Yeah, I like both Mortal Kombat movies. I thought were pretty cool. I remember liking Annihilation, I believe the sequel's called, a little bit better, but that's just like, you know, 13-year-old me, so. I feel like I watched, because there's a third movie, but it's like, I believe, a made-for-TV release. Let's see if we can find it. Because I think there's one that, there's like seven minutes of dialogue from... Uh, what's the woman's name with the fans? Uh, Katana. Yeah, so she's the Shaolin King's daughter and or... Shang Tsung? Yeah. <laughs> but she's like either his ward or something, I believe, in the third one. And she just, it just her just standing there explaining her entire storyline happens at some point in time, like in what should be a critical moment. How many of them are there? So it's like forty-three. No, um, there's the the OG. It was just called Mortal Kombat ninety-five. There's the sequel ninety-seven, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Then there's uh, the twenty twenty-one remake again, just titled Mortal Kombat, and then the TV series Mortal Kombat Legacy. Looks like it ran for maybe two seasons uh 2011 to 2013 what the hell so how do i remember that in grade school yeah it is two seasons hi i'm the golden cowboy and i'm here today to introduce the new handheld human bio waste scanning device are you tired of getting your hands all poopy well, now you can keep an excrement log for your taxes and for your mandatory reports to your employer. It's easy. Simply clench the device between your cheeks after you drop your productivity at work. Using a mix of sonar and x-ray technology, this device provides the most high-res images of your lost product. Yeehaw, cowboy! Unicorp, the only choice for your future. How would I have known anything about that? That's when I lived in the woods, Adam. I wonder if... So you know how they made the first Mortal Kombat game? Like, they actually took a bunch of film and photographs of people and essentially translated it into the game? Yeah. I wonder if maybe you saw, like, weird... Okay. <laughs> I was thinking That's, like B-roll footage or like maybe no they acted out some scenes or something. No, I I, but so, but also like you recognize that this is physically impossible for me to have seen this, right? Unless. Like pre, <laughs> like when this came out, I was literally in the woods with no access to the internet or TV. I mean, I didn't even know this existed. So. Yeah, but I had seen the TV show <laughs> Years before I went to go live in the woods when supposedly the TV show came out. I don't know, man. There's got to be another fucking Mortal Kombat TV show. Let's see. Mortal Kombat TV show. Okay, it looks like Mortal Kombat Conquest. When that shit come out? Uh, 98. Fucking thank God, Adam. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, you literally made me have an existential issue for a second. Oh, Oh, wow, Jamie Presley was in it. 
I don't know who that is, but I'm I do know. I'm assuming it's one of uh, Elvis's kids. No, nah, but it's totally not because it's spelled <laughs> much differently. Well, that's my favorite, uh, which McCall's at Baldwin, is Adam Baldwin, who is not a Baldwin. <laughs> there's a, a bunch of Baldwins, isn't there? I only know two of them. So I think there's five Baldwins that are of the Baldwin family. Yeah. But the Baldwin that I like the most is not of the Baldwin family. He just happens to be also an actor with the last name of Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is a prequel to the movies. Interesting. I So there was two Mortal Kombat TV shows. It was on TNT? I don't I know it was in the middle of the day when I was supposed to be at school. And in fact, it's not the thing that came out the only time in my life where I've been 100% unable to get media. I do remember that as a kid. That's funny. Like, you know, now everything's like pretty much on demand and streaming and whatever. But there were so many shows when I was younger and I was like, oh, that seems really cool. Like, I want to watch that. But you miss the time or like you have school or some activity or something. And you're like, I was just never going to see that. Yeah. See, (laughs) and what I did, Adam was saw those things. I tried very hard to see those things. I faked injuries to see those things. I gave up on whatever form of childish relationships you could have had. And I saw those fucking things. It's a grand set mind style, man. (laughs) So, how do you feel about the Resident Evil series? Have you seen any of those? So, I haven't seen the new TV show, which apparently bombed terribly, because there was a Netflix TV show. Yeah. Um, And Netflix also made a Halo TV show that people hated. Yeah, I would like to see that. I'm not super interested in Halo to begin with. Um, It was obvious when they started making any film, anything for Halo, that it was a cash grab. Yeah. Well, I, there was like a lot of novels, I think, yeah. that were pretty Halo, successful. Yeah, Halo has a really, really, really big, because they turned something into a book. Yeah. Instead of the other way. But Hey, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Halo's uh, fan base is actually decent, and I don't know like any of the lore or anything, but like writing-wise, it's about as good as military sci-fi ever gets that is like pre-space opera. Because once you get into military space operas, then you get into what is pretty much just a procedural fucking drama. They're they're very dry. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil, I do remember I saw the... I don't know how many of them there are. That reminds me. So I, I, I do... don't either. There's probably like five of those. I and think like there's actually TV six shows. or seven. And there's yeah. definitely two TV shows. I saw the first one there's in a... theaters. There's at least two CGI movies. But yeah, I saw the first two or three. And then there's there's like Annihilation or Revenge. Is it just five? Because uh, I feel like I never know if I've seen the last one. No, that's just... Yeah, I'm going to get off IMDb because they give you weird results sometimes. But so far I've liked the Resident Evil movies, but recognizing that they're trash movies. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think... Uh... People go in with kind of high hopes, but if you're not expecting anything, you know, sometimes you'll get pleasantly surprised. Well, and I feel like it's easier to make a video game to a movie than it is because movie to video game has an almost no hit rate for me. Yeah. Like I cannot think of one that I like playing. 
I'm trying to think if there is one. There's a lot of people apparently like the Lord of the Rings ones, which is like my least favorite ones. They're right. so bad. Just button mashing on rails with <laughs> yeah. a storyline that you literally just watched for six hours. I feel like maybe this is almost a second episode. Like we should do. What time is it? <laughs> Video games to movies and then the next one. Because we're already at. 46 46 minutes yeah fine we'll finish (laughs) i guess on being happy about because i guess so the resident evil movies are like good trashy movies that they update the cgi on like it's it's the same satisfaction that i imagine the people who play um fucking madden get They're like, well, I, I guess this year they made things a tiny bit smoother. Yeah, and they're like, all right, let's go forward. Because <laughs> yeah. like, the storyline doesn't actually progress a whole lot between those movies. Like, a lot happens to the whole world, but they pretty much pause everything for everybody else. And, like, they just move those guys forward in time. Yeah. I know they bring Umbrella Corp a lot more into it, which is why I can't ever tell whether... Because at some point in time... That chick clones herself and, like, gets hundreds of clones. And oh, the main yeah. Jill Valentine or So, whatever. like, towards the end of that series, human beings are kind of winning again because there's a clone. And I don't think it's Valentine. Is it Valentine? Isn't she from the video game? Uh, well, there's Claire Redfield. Redfield Jill is Valentine. the video game. Well, they're both in the video game. Yeah, but uh, so the main character of the video game is the Redfields. Yeah. And then the Valentines are a background character, or is that the guy? Um, Because the first, I know the first movie, the chick that, the script, Mila Jovovich? What is that her name? Mila Jovovich? Yeah. Yeah. So the person she plays isn't in the first game, but she is the person that was moving stuff around for you. Like when you walked into a room and you're like, it looks like somebody's just been here. That's who it was supposed to be. Yeah. Her character was named Alice. There you go. Because the other Alice is the computer. Okay. Yeah, there was six Resident Evil movies so far. Actually, I guess seven. But um, one of them is a CGI thing that no one likes. I'm just talking about the live action ones. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about the CGI ones. But there's Resident Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Afterlife retribution and then the final chapter so i don't think that i've seen the final chapter okay and then last in 2021 uh there was welcome to raccoon city which i think is a reboot of the first so actually i think welcome to raccoon city is technically not canon yeah this says it's a revival of the series yeah so. so this is exactly what i'm thinking about that was not made by the resident evil people it's actually about raccoon city like during this and has nothing else to do with the resident evil franchise yeah because basically what happens in the whole resident evil like universe movie universe because it's different than the game universe a bit is no one recovers raccoon city everything just dies so in the movies it goes from like raccoon cities in the second movie and then after that the entire world's infected Hmm. so there's no like closure on what happened to raccoon city so these guys saw that they could make a i guess decent storyline because it is (laughs) shot in a completely different film style so how much money 
we've got seven movies here, seven major. Oh, dude, this had to have made so low compared to most Hollywood fucking releases. So I got a crazy fact for you after your guess. Um, But how much do you think in total these movies have made? What do I get to know what the first one made? Uh, well, this isn't broken down that way. <laughs> oh, because it's hard for me. They're definitely like two or three years in between some of them. Yeah, actually, there's like because like the series after- spans twenty years. Well, so the so first yeah. one came out in two thousand two, and, and then- its box office total is going to be the highest. Possibly number two is the highest, but between both of them, like it's going to drop off super dramatically <laughs> after number three. And then if there is any time between three and four and it's not released the next fucking year, that's going to be like less than 10% of those people are going to return for that title. Yeah, there's about three to four years between each movie. Yeah, but I don't know how much, what year. You think it's millions or billions? Well, I think it's going to be in the very low billions. Okay. So you got a final guess? No, because I don't know what the first one was. <laughs> uh, I mean, one, low billions is a good guess. Uh, that's like 1.3 billion. That, that's very close. 1.28 billion. Yeah. So the reason why I have issues with that is 20 years ago, plus inflation, knowing yeah. whether or not it made $27 million or $270 million is yeah. a huge fucking difference jetting forward well the overall budget of all seven movies was 313 million yeah so, that I mean, does not overall, surprise very me. profitable yeah well they're also not super high budget yeah like i feel like they got most of their budget off of the fact that they had access to already built cool shit yeah like i know if you go and look at the guns in uh all of those movies you can see those guns in other old sci-fis hmm this is the crazy fact I was going to tell you. Um, it was once the highest grossing film series based on a video game. Not too crazy, right? It'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, like compared to what style? Like, Yeah. But then it was also the highest grossing zombie film series. It It's since been pr- surpassed in all of this. Yeah, and I can see how it would be the highest in zombie because when it came out, they almost launched popularizing zombie movies to the point where they were yeah so that's a like crazier right but then this is the craziest one to me and the highest grossing horror film series but again it has since been passed but at one point i can only see that as accessibility yeah because yeah so it was probably also a timing thing like the first one came out in 2002 so it was like well i feel like it's also easier to get like the boyfriend and the girlfriend on either side of this to go see this because if you're the girlfriend and you like horror movies but your boyfriend doesn't like going with you to horror movies this is now a horror movie with a video game tie-in so he's willing to do that and if you want to go see a boyfriendy thing because it's a video game movie, but you know your girlfriend likes horror movies, you can get her to see that. So they can double down a little bit on that. Which is, I bet you they had that till the next horror movie came out. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's why I think 2002 was probably a great year for it to briefly hold that title. Because like all the 80s horror craze was probably like just faded enough. Well, don't like for all of that 80s stuff's value to have dropped off a little bit. So then Resident Evil could swoop in with their new 2002 money. 
and be like, hey, we're the new richest horror series on the block. Oh, yeah. But then, that, like, the next year, they're like, yeah, we That yeah, is, like, it. always <laughs> the big skew, though, is it's always fucking money on yeah. what's the most popular. Because I would like the last, because there's been three George Romero zombie movies that have come out since Land of the Dead, which oh, is the wow. last one that spent money on it. Yeah. And those would definitely be more successful movies if they had a higher budget. Yeah. But they are also weird concepts. Diary of the Dead. I you would actually have to have like a relatively large budget to make into a visually palatable movie because it's all done from perspectives of people's either portable or mounted uh, media devices. Yeah. So it's like cameras and phones and shit. Did you ever see the Street Fighter movie? Yes, I did. The Street Fighter movie was amazing. <laughs> it was it like actual quality or kind of like Mortal oh, Kombat where you're like this is insane but it's so it's, it's a com- it was pretty much made to compete with uh, Double Dragon oh okay there was a Double Dragon movie the Double Dragon there. movie is one of the best movies made See, like ever go. that's to the point where a lot of people that are our age that didn't play video games don't know that there's a Double Dragon video game they're like that movie with those guys yeah I kind of remember that one. I should watch that again. They spend most of that movie uh, in what I remember as a city in a dam. (laughs) Like, that's the only way I can describe the set of that movie. Yeah. Wasn't Street Fighter kind of, or at least um, some of the characters based off of Bloodsport, too? I do not know. That's just kind of a weird, like, reflection. Street Fighter? Reflecting itself, reflecting a new product thing. Yeah, well, I was going to (laughs) say, Street Fighter is always an IP that I've never been into because I'm not into, like, fighting games very much. Yeah. Especially not ones with almost entirely human crew. Uh, Yeah, they are mostly human. They get wacky, though. Yeah, Uh, yeah, but not wacky enough. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I will choose Clay Fighter over that. Yeah. But... Street Fighter was also a crazy one because they made the Street Fighter movie, but then they made a video game that was Street Fighter the movie, the game. Oh, what? That sounds... <laughs> was it about the movie? Yeah. Was it not a Street Fighter style game? They kind of went back the Mortal Kombat way, you know, like kind of like photorealistic and then... I was hoping that it would It was be- on... Um, what else do we have? There, I know there's that Cuphead animated series, which I have not seen. I don't want to see it. Yeah, that, I play, feel like the playing that real... boss pretty much ruined that entire IP for me, man. <laughs> it was unnecessarily hard. It was a cool looking boss, but I'm done with her. I mean, that's the MO of that game. It, it's like known for being a. But it's a not difficult... interesting enough to be that difficult. like that's why i'm cool with spending five hours on something that's actually interesting if it's difficult versus spending five hours on mashing the same buttons that i just am not getting because i'm out of sequence i don't have any rhythm at them so you'll do like a elden ring but not a cuphead correct i will throw myself and like you've seen how i play elden ring i'll Mm -hmm. take a couple runs at the bosses i'll put all my stuff away i'm afraid of losing and i'll take a run at the boss and if I'm not, like, doing good enough on the boss, I know I need to level up. And I don't just sit there and smash my head against it over and over again. Yeah. But, like, even when it comes to, like, what's it called? 
Half-Life 2 is a perfect example of like it's a first-person shooter that's a slower action first-person shooter that yeah. some parts are puzzle-esque. And I am more likely to spend like seven hours trying to figure out a puzzle on that that I just don't get because it was made poorly or whatever yeah. than I am to take a run at the same boss 15 times in a fucking row. It's like, I don't even get frustrated. It's just not fun at that point in time because there's right. nothing on the other end of that boss that is going to continue to be interesting. It's just going to be more of the same shit. Okay, I see. Because I, I was about to say, I think there's a, a pretty big similarity between Elden Ring and Cuphead. Which is just pattern recognition, especially yeah, no, when exactly. it comes to bosses. But that's, that can be said about all video games to some degree. Yeah, kind of, but like that very kind of tight, like interactive, like you're competing against something directly learning its pattern. But you bring up a good point. You're more about the uh, what comes after. Yeah. Where Cuphead, it's like, you got to just do it again. Yeah. Where Elden Ring's like, like, oh, I get to run in a field. Well, it's also I get to run in a field and it furthers a storyline. Right. Well, Cuphead kind of does. Kind of does. And the storyline isn't some like epic blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, this person got away. It's it's Donkey Kong (laughs) level storyline. Yeah. Where it's like, we have this tight little world, it's barely interesting to keep the game together, but if you read absolutely nothing that we say, you can also still play this game and get the full effect. Right. Versus both of us fucking suck at playing Elden Ring sometimes because <laughs> we didn't bother reading the directions. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog? Forgot about that? I watched half <laughs> of the second movie and almost threw up. I haven't seen the second one. I did see the first I one. I did not see the first one. I it saw, wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I didn't hate it, though. The second one starts with Jim Carrey stuck in an alternate like dimension or something or another planet. Okay. And it's a montage of him just hating Sonic while doing experiments on one of Sonic's quills. And that part of the movie is excellent. And then... Sounds pretty weird, but I could see that being enjoyable, especially with Jim Carrey. I still enjoy him. Yeah. And it, so it's funny. And then he gets out of that situation, the movie starts, and there's no no, no interest in it at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was just like, that was a cool little montage. Great. Is he uh, not in the second one too much? No, there, he's still the main bad guy in the second one. Just the, You're just like, unless I have constant Jim well, Carrey, I'm out. Yeah, but... <laughs> It will, yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, hey, it's you not, taste as you taste. It's not interesting enough yeah. of a storyline. I know what the storyline is. It's get a gem. That's <laughs> It's fucking Sonic. Uh, you mean a Chaos Emerald? Yeah. Some form of shiny <laughs> thing that you need in between one and five of. Mm-hmm. Possibly six. Usually depends on how many fingers something has. <laughs> but yeah, no, I watched it and there was like that one and I couldn't continue watching it. Yeah, one thing that I will forever be grateful about that movie is that they put out an inferior-looking Sonic model, and all the Sonic yeah, fans dude. were like, well, no, no, that shit I love. It. That wasn't even just Sonic fans. I'm not a huge Sonic fan, and yeah. I was bitching about it. But that also leads to Detective Pikachu. Okay, have not seen it. That I'd movie like is to. good. Gosling? It was Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan He's in that movie for seven minutes, and he's a terrible father. Um, He is also, spoiler (laughs) alert, well, hold on, spoiler alert, he is also actually Pikachu the whole movie. Oh. 
because Mewtwo's the whole thing is this guy has basically captured Mewtwo and learned how to tap into Mewtwo's powers to swap humans in their Pokemon. Oh. And he's like under the effect of the first thing that happens in that because in it's a really weird fucking the city that they're in is the only city in the Pokemon world where it's not only frowned upon to own Pokemon as like battling Pokemon, but it is actually illegal. <laughs> and you have to have your Poke partner. So you just get one Pokemon and they have to be like the original Pikachu in the cartoon is where they do not go into a Pokeball and they do whatever the fuck they want. Well, good for Pokemon getting rights. The entire point of that movie <laughs> is switch. the guy wants to switch with the Pokemon so that he can be Mewtwo. Huh. Okay. But in order to do that, for some reason, he has to switch the entire town. I don't really understand the mechanic of that part. But that's the climax of that movie is everybody switches into their Pokemon. Let's see which ones we forgot. Oh, we forgot another big franchise with a very high profile actress. Tomb Raider. Oh, garbage. Garbage all the way through. I don't like that game. I don't like... I thought the first one was kind of cool, but I think I rewatched it a couple years ago, and I think it was really just like... You like Angelina Jolie. Uh, I mean, I do like Angelina Jolie, but it had a very 90s feel to it. See, and if I liked that movie and they made a sequel of it, yeah. I wouldn't like it because it wasn't shot in a 90s style. Yeah. I think the soundtrack actually had a lot to do with that, for me personally, at least. It almost reminded me of Hackers, which Angelina Jolie's in Hackers, yes. too. Like, it kind of had that same vibe, and I was like, all right, this is sick. I would like them to remake Hackers, but replace all of the little notes, because you know how they do, like, the smiley hack and whatever? Yeah. Every single one of them replaced with the hacking log from Jurassic Park. just that's the only thing that's changed in the movie do a full re-release yeah there's here's another kind of big one that i think flopped doom i haven't seen yeah wasn't the rock in this yes and the reason why this movie flopped is because they added parts from the game to it so instead of there being like a swipe transition or a fade out transition or a black transition it's a cut scene from the game where you're like running and it makes like a doom noise like the original dos game or what it's i think it's from doom 3 but the voices are yeah because it's the <laughs> okay this came out in 05 so yeah if it was doom 3 those would be like some unfortunate graphics now yeah, I, I remember when I played Doom 3 the first time, and I, it was just like magic. It was like some of the coolest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. And I found it was free on, uh, I think, Xbox? Something that involves Microsoft, like several years ago. And I downloaded it, and I was like super excited to play it. And I played five minutes of it, and was like, this is garbage. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that Doom also had a sequel. I did know that. And it's called Annihilation, which is funny. They like... I wonder if they take drop- the Mortal Kombat formula. I, like, well, the we Annihilation <laughs> thing is actually kind of a common second yeah. movie. Yeah. Because Annihilation also is the naming scheme of, uh, I believe, the Oblivion movies, which is not a video game. Oh, another big one that we're missing. Silent Hill. Silent Hill movies are bomb. 
they're actually good? Dude, the first Silent Hill movie is, like, I wouldn't say that they are excellent movies, but as far as being completely surprised by the quality of a video game movie, Silent Hill 1 is almost a good standalone movie. Nice. (laughs) And Silent Hill 2 isn't, it's like it's got a lower budget, but it's got, like, the reason why I like the Silent Hill movies is because they hang out with the Silent Hill people. Yeah. Like, because I don't, like, I've only played a little bit of the games, but you don't get to, like, hang out in Silent Hill as its city. Because there's two different groups of people. There's, like, a cult living in Silent Hill that are, like, all of the cursed people. And they're actually living there as a normal, like, town. So they have to deal with all these monsters and shit all the fucking time. And you get to, like, hang out in with them in both of the movies for an extended period of time uh i think we did hit all the big ones there was also a warcraft movie yeah i know and it is 100 <laughs> percent. i have never heard of anybody watching it yeah we've got a yakuza movie coming out which that actually will be interesting i could see that being cool if they do it right uh toe jam and earl what? That's a weird one. No, nah, that's fucking sick. Yeah, I can I see that being cool. so cool. I hope that's like a completely like I hope Studio Twenty Four does that. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. A twenty four is that? Yeah, is that? Yeah. I, I never know what any of those. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, Streets of Rage, which that could be cool too. That could be kind of double dragon ish. I bet that one will end up being dumb, but <laughs> um. Space Invaders? Space Invaders, I feel like, is going to be, um, like, whatchamacallit, the Pac-Man movie? Well, there's a Pac-Man movie coming out, too. This is on the list as well. Stop making Pac-Man movies. <laughs> um, Are you talking about Pixels? Or was there another one? Yes. Okay. Um, Saifu? Which, that's interesting. Have you seen Saifu? It's like a a newer fighting game but it's kind of like an adventure fighting game no i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about that (laughs) sounds almost okay saints row film which that's interesting that sounds like garbage yeah that sounds like a lot of people aren't going to know that that's even a game because didn't saints row like fall quickly out of favor yeah the last one was like absolute garbage and the series had kind of gotten a name as like, oh, these games are trash, but like they're wacky and over the top and kind of fun. And then they like kind of leaned into that on the latest one, but it bad was idea, like, man. it was really bad and the leaning into it wasn't funny. So it's like, this is just a pile of garbage. Well, that's, you got to learn that when you're making a pile of garbage, but <laughs> it's selling well, just keep making that pile of garbage. Learn the Madden rule. If you have yeah. a shit formula, keep up with it. Like, there's no fucking reason to sell. They still make Maddens. They're still selling the same amount of Maddens year after year. Yeah. If you tried to make a good Madden game, which you could do, it wouldn't sell. People would be upset. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, on that note, um, you can reach me at J-A-I underscore. Fucked that up. You can reach me on at Instagram at Jane Fritz, J-A-I-N underscore Fritz with an S. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I am VR Frittatas. Um, you can also follow the UPP Twitter 
and we are on Twitch as well. On Twitch, we are UPP underscore Playa, P-L-A-Y-A. And if you like to watch things on Twitch, um, you can watch my wife and I's channel. It is Andy underscore Pants, A-N-D-E-E underscore Pants. I was just saying if the bounce could just be blocked <laughs> with one thing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, peace out, Girl Scout. I didn't. You can't rhyme. You just upstage me at the end. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of something that rhymes with goodbye. Schmood schmai. <laughs> Yeah, fuck Dan. Uh...